Entertainment from the 573 Podcast. We we are going to be discussing the final episode in Season 1 of The Mandalorian. It's been a great series to watch week to week. It's been so fun. And here to join in with me uh, with me on the fun, uh, of course, I am your fellow co-host, Ryan McDaniel. And joined with me is my fellow co-host on this, on this show, Peter Lewis and Matt Mormon. Fellas, how are you doing? Hey, Ryan. I'm doing great. You know, I am so excited to talk to you guys about this show for the first time. You know, <laughs> I really am curious to what your thoughts are. Uh, it's not like this podcast is cursed and we lost 36 minutes because somebody can't hit an on button. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> it was yes. actually Ryan, too. That wasn't even sarcasm. It was actually Ryan that it, it, yeah, it, it was actually my fault. There, there, I saw like I saw the clock at thirty six minutes, and Ryan was like, "Oh, messed up!" Like, "Oh, did you mess up a fact about something you said?" It's like, "No, it, I wasn't recording the whole time." <laughs> well, listen, it's not it's not like the one time we forgot no, we lost the recording of a whole show that was like an hour and a half. Awesome. Well, in fairness, that was that was a technical failure, not forgetting to turn on a microphone. Yeah, but at least we weren't talking. <laughs> you know, at least we weren't doing. Had a show for uh, about an hour. All right, guys, so with that being said, let's get into The Mandalorian. Of course, this is the finale of this season one, which has been so good. Introduced so many new characters and ideas that we've loved. So let's take a look at, let's get a quick recap. IG-11, he goes, of course, this episode is directed by Taika Waititi, who voices IG-11. He goes on, rescues Baby Yoda from the Stormtroopers, savagely kills him. Of course, Moff Gideon, we see him having Mando, Kara, and Chief Karga cornered. Got stormtroopers all around them. IG-11 arrives, you know, t- takes a few of them out. However, Moff Gideon injures Mando. The t- uh, everybody has to find a way to get down into sewers to escape all this, all the firepower. The- then Baby Yoda uses the Force to deflect and attacking a flame troopers, flamethrower back on them. Mandalorian receives help from IG-11 to try to heal him up, which Mandalorian's helmet is finally removed, and of course it's Pedro Pascal, no surprise there. So we have that happen. We see them go down to the Mandalorian armory, where we find out that a, a bunch of covert group of Mandalorians were either dead or escaped after episode three, where the Empire assumedly found them out. Mando then gets tasked with taking care of Baby Yoda, figuring out wh- what its origin is, what exact species is it and to care for him and look after him then mandalorian gets his own signet and our boy finally gets a jetpack which we've seen so many mandalorians get we we see that happen they go down lava river ig-11 has to sacrifice himself walks down the lava river self-destructs the ambush of stormtroopers waiting for them mando finally uses jetpack to good use Attacks Moff Gideon in a TIE fighter, which Moff Gideon is not dead at the end. He survives. A little bit more on that here later. Mando realizes, yeah, he's got to do what the armorer told him to do. He's got to take care of the child, take care of Baby Yoda, figure out where this baby is from. And so Mando, Baby Yoda, Karga, and Kara part ways. Moff Gideon cuts himself out of the TIE fighter with a black-bladed lightsaber. And that's where season one ends. So, guys, let's talk about this episode. Pretty uh, action-packed, wouldn't you say? Yes. 
Matt, are you alive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was just thinking about like what I've said and what I haven't said, and trying to make sure I can yeah. myself. Yeah. That's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. No. I guess we could. I guess start from the beginning. And we could just work our way up there. Well, we could just each talk about kind of the things we, we liked about the episode, didn't like about the episode. Yeah, why not? I mean, I like the vast majority of it. Um, we talked about, you know, at the very top of it, the uh, Stormtrooper scene uh, is fantastically funny, where they're just kind of BSing at the uh, speeder bikes. Because, like, that's what people do. Yeah. Like, that's natural. You know, yeah. unlike, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, prequel dialogue, that's actually how people <laughs> talk. Oh, thank goodness George wasn't writing this. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Or well, because since I'm the guy who makes fun of the sequels, where all the sequel characters set up jokes, like wait for like a drum to go off. Oh, Peter! Like here, it was just an actual <laughs> conversation that was comedic. So, yeah. uh, for the audience, we were going to also be doing our uh, Ride Skywalker, me and Peter discussion. We're, we're, we've scrapped that for tonight. That'll come another time. Yep. But let's just say that now when Peter bashes on the sequel trilogy, I no longer have snarky quick comebacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I, it I, died. I, I just sigh and take a sip of whiskey. Well, I should say, uh, I, I remember the story of, uh, it was like a couple weeks after JJ got hired in the super long time ago of 2013. <laughs> someone made a meme or like a thing. It was like, uh, if J.J. Abrams fails, he'll forever be known as Jar Jar Abrams. I was like, ah, that won't happen. He's a competent director. Uh, well, <laughs> here we are six years later, and uh, we have christened him Jar Jar Abrams officially, de facto. Yep. Yep. No no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, nope. So, back on Mando, this episode starts out with that interaction. Baby Yoda, he takes a bite out one of the Stormtroopers' fingers, which, good on him. I just, <laughs> well, because they were, they were just socking him right in the face. I know. They were, they were beating Poor thing crap. was crying. I know. I, uh, so I was watching it during my job, because <laughs> we were caught up on commercials, so I just had to make sure the audio was coming in. So I put subtitles on just to, you know, <laughs> keep keep focus, be able to focus a little better. And <laughs> they fly her, like, crying child. I was like, Jesus Christ. This is brutal. I know. And, and yeah, they, they take a couple of hits at him, which, I mean, Baby Yoda it, it has shown he can take in, uh, he's, he can take a couple hits. Most babies be dead with one punch. Baby Yoda's like, bring it on more, you little I, <laughs> I know. We've seen Baby Yoda fall down and quickly get up, like, what I miss? But Baby Yoda doesn't care. Yeah, Baby Yoda doesn't care. Like, he, he's fine. He doesn't get hurt. But I know, yeah, that scene was so much fun see them interact and then like also the stormtroopers just missing every shot <laughs> uh, i know I, I i i do i did kind of like that jab i was like oh hey guys we we can't we're not accurate <laughs> but ig11 of course directed by taika watiti it voices ig11 he's not the hunter that we knew him back in episode one but he will protect baby yoda he does hear we see Baby Yoda having a lot of fun as they're riding into town on the speeder, which, I mean... It was <laughs> the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean... And, like, that says a lot, because I've seen a lot of Baby Yoda at this point. I know, Like, right. this is the cutest Baby Yoda thing yet. His I'm... hair and ears are flapping in the wind. <laughs> and he's, like, giggling and smiling. Like, it was just freaking adorable. He's having the time of his life. I, I, mean, I want one. 
I mean, I, I mean, we've been one since epi- the end of episode it's, one. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, you're thinking like, how can they top top the Baby Yoda cuteness anymore? They they did it again, episode uh, in the final episode. So yeah, I'm not gonna lie. In the episode when uh, Mando was doing that thing with the first time bounty hunter and like the girl, the woman's looking for Baby Yoda. And he peers around the corner, just smiling. I thought that was the peak, and it couldn't be topped. Baby Yoda on a speeder with a nurse IG-11 is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. It, season it 2 has a lot to live up to. Yeah, but hey, Season 2 is going to be good because Baby Yoda is going to be in there. And you also got Mando, which, uh, I mean, Mando was supposed to be the popular character. Now Baby Yoda's just coming and t- taking everything over. you got to imagine when they introduce the Baby Yoda in the script, they realize, yeah, the title character is going to be pretty much second nature now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So IG-11, he goes into town, and of course we left the last episode where we had Bando, Kara, Chief Karga, all cornered by stormtroopers, death, death troopers, and we have Moff Gideon come in on his awesome TIE fighter. They get cornered. Um, IG-11 takes a few of them out. He does what he needs to do. He's protecting Baby Yoda, but also Mando gets, gets hit by Gideon as well, and it's a lethal kind of blow that we see a little bit later on. And they're trying to find an escape, trying to go down to the sewers, which we know there's a little place where the Mandalorians were in the first couple episodes. So they're thinking, hey, that's a place at Refugee. And we see Mando. He, he allows IG-11, who he, he's like, I don't like droids. I don't like them at all. And, of course, we get the flashback hinting at some of that. But we kind of knew that a little bit already. He's like, you know what, fine. If it's what it's going to take to let me live, fine. So... IG-11 takes off his helmet, and so, I mean, we knew it was Pedro Pascal, but Matt, I think I think you were saying in the last recording, you were th- thinking it's going to be something else. I did? Or something like you that. Had a, you had a theory. Yeah, you had a theory. You had debunked. Yeah, you had a theory that, like, it, it's not it's not actually human under there. Or a work friend. Yeah. Wait, what? It was in the recording where Ryan couldn't push the microphone button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I had, I had a theory that it wasn't going to be him under the helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or you heard about a theory that was debunked because of the reveal. No, right. that was just when I thought of it, I think. I never, No, I didn't have any theory about okay. him being on the mask. Yeah, I always thought it would be him. Uh, okay. No, the, the theory that it was debunked was earlier on in the episode when IG-11 uh, uh, came out and saved Baby Yoda... Our theory that we kind of came up with at work and we brainstormed on it was the idea that uh, the droid t- turned and yeah. shot down Quill. Mm. And that, there was a big old double turn there that wasn't revealed. But no, that wasn't the case. That's fine. It was better off with their idea than ours. Um, yeah. No, yeah, it was totally going to be him under the mask. I, I mean, because, I mean, that reveal, like, it was cool. But I gotta tell you, it didn't hit me the way I kind of thought it would. I mean, I think because we expected to see him under well, the helmet. I don't. I didn't really know what he looked like. I. I mean, I knew that he was the guy from uh, Game of Thrones. Right. But like, it's not like it's somebody you know mm-hmm. being revealed. And so they take off the helmet. It's like it's a dude. Yeah. It was more like, oh yeah, that is Pedro Pascal. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen. Speaking of Pedro Pascal. Goodyear so far, like you mentioned, he was in Game of Thrones. He has this, which it seems like it's a hit. And he's also starring in the next Wonder Woman movie. 
that that's a pretty good uh, lineup right there. Oh, he's gonna be so good as Maxwell Lord. I, I I'm like, hey, yeah, that's Mando. Let's get a crossover going. Uh, but but we see they, they escape in the sewers, and we know that the Mandalorians were under there. But after episode three, when they came out and helped Mando escape, it seems like the Empire fe- uh, caught on pretty quickly. Took out most of them. Some of them might have escaped off-world, as the armorer said. And Mando gets some more new gets some more new stuff. Everybody, it it, it was Christmas around this around this episode, so it only fits that Mando gets a couple new presents. He gets a signet, and then he also gets guys. What we've been waiting on is jetpack. He finally gets it. Yeah, that was cool. Like he's a Mandalorian, he should have a jetpack. You know, he should. It was kind of, it was one of those things I think that we were kind of thought was a little bit weird that he didn't already have one. Right. Well, the weird thing was she kind of, the armor was like, uh, you have to, it has to trust you or something weird like that. And yeah. then it'll work. So I was like, oh, okay. There's season two storyline. No, no, but he, he, he bad. He goes full bad. And just uses the jetpack to jump on the TIE fighter and knock it down. That, that, that was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, and I think that was maybe my biggest knock on the episode was, like, if he has to earn its trust, just don't say that line then. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, and also, that, that didn't make much sense to me. Yeah, I, I I agree with you right there. I think, yeah, that that is something, but, like, if that's the only big nitpick of this episode... That, yeah, that, that's, that's all I got. You did yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you did really good. But we, but the armor also says basically what we kind of thought for, or at least what I thought for a while, is that Dad, uh, Mandalorian officially officially becomes Dadalorian. Although in all of our head cannons, he technically was from a- after episode one or two at least. <laughs> well, the armor made official, and she was very snarky about it to a very hilarious extent. Because earlier, as Mando's dying at IG 11s, he, he's telling he's telling Carl like, "Let me be, let me have a warrior's death. This is the way." And then the armor is like, "According to our creed and your creed, you gotta be the daddy now and help him find his people yeah. until he get, becomes of age." And then she's like, "This is the way." It, I, it's almost because he was clearly like, "I'm not." He had that tone or the idea like he know what's coming but doesn't want to do it. But then she's like, "Well, sorry, buddy." Yeah. Gotta do it. Speaking of that scene with uh, Cara Dune, did anyone else, like, actually bite into for a second that he might die? No. Well, I mean, I will, at at three-something in the morning, I was like, I I knew he wasn't going to die. I was like, Mando, this is not the way. This is not the way, my guy. You're not going to bleed out like this. I actually had, for just a a fleeting moment, like like Luke Skywalker opening up the lightsaber against Ben, Ben Solo, Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a fleeting moment of thought, and I do this sometimes where I'm, I'm kind of an idiot when I watch things, <laughs> and I'll like see something that's going to be a psych out, and I just like go through the whole rabbit hole in my head of like, oh, that can work because, and then I just like yada 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 my way into it. Yeah. But like he was dying, I'm like, okay, this can work. The Mandalorian is kind of like James Bond, where it's not a person, it's like a mantle kind of thing, and he's got to pass it on to Cara Dune. And she's gonna be like our main character next season, and, and I, I did like this whole thing. Like that's why we never saw his face because he wasn't the face of the franchise. It's actually her, you know, kind of like a, a Game of Thrones kind of style thing there, where they kill right. off Ned Stark in the first season. 
Like, okay, like, th- this is what this is the way. He's gonna die now, and it's gonna be okay. We're gonna follow her, and she's our new hero. Yeah. I, like, totally bought in, and I had all those thoughts over the course of about four seconds. And then I immediately went, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you got a fast brain if that, if that came to you within four seconds. <laughs> I know, right? Did you immediately realize that's a stupid idea, too, because... We barely had much interaction with her outside of, oh, she's a former shock trooper and bad. Well, <laughs> It'd be like, awkward. Like, my, my, my fast thinking brain can't come up with all the reasoning. It just can just, like, come up with, like, a BS story. So, basically, <laughs> that's the way The Rise of Skywalker was written in about four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get to pile on now, too. Yep. My name's Ray. Ray oh, Skywalker. R- Matt, I just want you to know. I was dying of laughter when that happened. I, I, number one, because the leak was true. Yeah. And number two, because they were actually stupid enough to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk I, about it sometime. I cannot believe it. God, me neither. Well, so now we see the story kind of come full circle. Mando, who was once a family himself, he's got his own family now and Baby Yoda to take care of. But also, you know, Peter... Uh, either one of you mentioned something about creed well we find out like mandalorian is like it's not a race of people it's a creed it's a code that they go by that's a very so, interesting random mid-2000s band they decided to just name drop in this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah see the, we see more of the flashbacks that we've seen in other episodes of the attack by uh let me get this right the b2 super battle droids from the prequel series we we kind of knew Mando hated droids, but probably that's why, because he saw those things like, yeah, these droids suck. And the scene with the Mandalorians coming to the rescue, kind of taking out some of those droids, that was cool. That that was nice. Yeah, like, we knew what was going to come next, because they kept showing that whole scene in, like, pieces yeah, and flashbacks, but we finally got together in, like, succession, and then we get the payoff, which is cool. The Mandalorians oh. are... A very cool group of people. Yeah. And this is also going to be a very nitpicky thing here. If you were going to end up basically just stringing the flashbacks together without... I mean, I feel like there was really no reveal there. I feel like we really all knew exactly what was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wonder if you don't do the flashbacks earlier. Yeah. And and if you just kind of do this all at once and make it a little bit more compelling. Or if you make those flashbacks be like a different part of that scene that we didn't, that we never saw kind of thing. Yeah. I, I didn't totally love how it was kind of rehab. Like that was the one part of this episode where I was like, not necessarily bored, but like there was about what? Probably a 30 second to a minute there. Yeah. Where I was oh, it was like, like it, it was like longer than that. Well, but there was only really the one part of it where I was thinking to myself, like I feel like, cause also I'm kind of watching this against the clock. Because yeah. I'm watching it on my lunch break. And I was like, is this a part I can skip right now? Exactly, because we've already seen it. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't necessarily love... I think my, I think my bigger knock is on the idea of it, including the entire scene right now. I think that's where I would have gone different. I would have just shown the new material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just shown kind of like where they left off with the last flashback that they Yeah. Showed. I mean, the last flashback was only a couple episodes ago. You know, it's not like you really yeah. needed to rebuild the entire feeling there. Right. And so now we're at the point where 
they have, they all have to make their escape, and the only way they have to escape is through this lava river. And at the at the end of the tunnel, you see a bunch of stormtroopers. They're ready to ambush. And basically, and you know, I like the interaction between Mando and IG Eleven, considering where their relationship started. You, you know, Mando kind of sounds like a little bit sad, like, "No, don't do this. Like, don't self destruct." And you know, that's what our boy does. He said he was going to do it in Episode One, pay off here in Episode Eight. Walks in the lava river, goes and self destructs, and takes out a bunch of stormtroopers with him. He had that Terminator 2 moment where he's walking through lava and he has to make the sacrifice play even though everybody wants him to stay, but he can't do that. Yeah, and I kind of felt like I was expecting some big stuff here from IG-11 since Taika is voicing him and he's directing this episode. So I'm like, yeah, let's give him some cool stuff here to do. And like, that's a cool way to send him off. He actually self-destructed unlike Peter has. So <laughs> I-, I will say... Uh... <laughs> Before we get to uh, the guild leader, uh, we talked about in the last recording how Cara Dune's whole strategy of just shoot first and ask questions later I is just the it. greatest thing ever. Because like her- in this episode, they're trying to escape, and it's like, well, here's the sewer crate, and she just starts shooting it to no avail. <laughs> yeah. As Mando and the guild leader are trying to get the, the boat off the... Because uh, it's like kind of like uh, frozen in place in a way, because of all the lava just... Uh, molding, I guess, would be the better word. She starts shooting it, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, yeah, she she's just <laughs> she's wonderful. Oh, she she just completely slaps the droid yep. when it doesn't stop. Yeah. Yep, like, I, I absolutely yep. love how her solution. Hey, here's a problem, Cara Dune. What are you gonna do about it? I'm just gonna shoot it. I, I got I got like, this big hey, gun here. Like, I'm hey, gonna here's a math, here's a math problem. Two plus two. What, what, what do you think? I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> like it does not matter what the problem is if she has a gun her solution to that problem is to shoot and i, I really love it but also the big thing here that we see it's not really well it's not really big it's funny uh, of course the guild leader chief Karga, he knows what baby yoda can do he's seen him use the force they talk about that a little bit where the armor talks about the jedi and we see mando's talking about them like they're evil sorcerers and, and so that's a neat interaction that we uh, finally got a name drop of the Jedi here in the last episode of this series and talking about them and what Baby Yoda might be. Because I think from all the canon we know of, the Baby Yoda series, all uh, uh, not the, the, the Baby Yoda species, I mean, or the Yoda species or whatever it is, all the people that we know of from that species have been known Force users. Yoda, Yaddle, a couple others. So, like, that makes sense. But the big thing here is again it's not really big but Karga is like uh, baby yoda like yo bro use your powers here and like y- y- use your magic hand power or whatever it is and it just waves at him <laughs> that that was me because immediately he's just like well i tried <laughs> it's like uh it's like patrick star in that one episode when they're trapped in sandy's house and he's like <laughs> they can't get the door open he's like he pushes but like let me try <sighs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, I did all I could do. That is, that is absolutely me. <laughs> I have one idea how it works. It fails immediately. I'm like, well, and I, and I tried, guys. And listen, we talked about it. how can Baby Yoda get any cuter? That that <laughs> right there when he's just like waving, so I'm like, what are you expecting me to do here? 
Also, his wave earlier when uh, the the flame trooper came in and he, like used the force to stop it, and then kind of did the shim motion to uh, <laughs> just like send the flames back into the guy. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty much just him shooting away like bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That flame trooper got messed up. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Woo. But uh, so yeah, that happens. The stormtroopers are gone, but Moff Gideon's still there. He's in this tie fire Mando. He uses a jetpack, which that scene where he uses it is amazing. It's cool. Yeah, that that scene was the action and creativity and stupidity of Star Wars that I've missed for a long time happening all at once. I was like, I wasn't ready for this. (laughs) I was not ready for a man to jetpack to a moving TIE fighter, attach himself to it just to bomb it and jump off. Yeah. Well, I like, too, how he, like, dropped the first bomb. Like, it wasn't easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Like, I, I, I like that. I like how it was a little bit of a struggle, but he did it. Yeah. But as we round out the episode, Mando, he, he's going to have to take Baby Yoda to find out where, uh, what the species is and where is it and try to figure out what to do with it. And But in the meantime, take care of it as well as he, he, Baby Yoda is now a foundling. So... Those two and Chief Karga and Cardoon uh, go their separate ways at the moment, and we think, "Oh, Moff Gideon died." Nope, he didn't. He survived. And uh, Peter, your boys, the job was making appearance in this episode again, briefly. Just do, do we? They made a couple appearances uh, at the beginning when the stormtroopers giving, I guess, some trouble as IG Eleven does a drive by, <laughs> and the Jawas are just there, like, "Well, this is new." <laughs> And at the end, they just they go to the the crash tie fighter doing their thing, stealing parts because that's what Jawas do. And then he just flat out uses a dark saber to cut a hole out of it, and he is just sitting there. He's that's going to be a great villain for next season. He looks so cool. He does. And so to go into some detail about the dark saber here. Oh, not this again. <laughs> uh, so it's a it's an ancient one of a one of a kind black lightsaber. It was used by the first Mandalorian inducted into the Jedi Order. Of course, we had the whole thing with Mando talking about the Jedis and how he he hates them. All that stuff. It, there's also a reference from the Clone Wars. I, I don't know if it's the movie or the series, but that was the last known holder of the weapon, assuming that person was a Mandalorian. And we know from this episode where Gideon's talking to them while they got them cornered, talking about like how he knows Mando's real name is Din Djarin. Talking about Kara being from Alderaan. Uh, talking about Karga and some of his backstory a little bit. We know from, from what he talked about there is that he probably got to witness them eradicating the Mandalorians when that purge happened. Yeah, the important thing with that information is because it's, I think we said last time the joke was it was from like Disney's volume six visual novel, page 42. Right. Under Rose Tico. Like they have to include, they got to include that bit of information. (laughs) Yeah. I said it. Twitter come at me. Rose sucks. Hey, you know what? She just got more screen time in this podcast than she did in all around Skywalker. Oh, (laughs) see Twitter. JJ's the bad guy, not us. But yeah, I mean, you got to include that next season if that's the case because you, you, you can't just leave crucial details like that outside of it because, number one, if I have to read a, like 600 novels to understand your TV show, I don't care anymore. Okay. Yeah. That was me with some of the sequels, 
some of the sequel stuff. It's just like, why is this happening? Well, if you went to page 16 of this book about the the preview of Force Awakens, you would have known Jakku's this big planet for like the Emperor's like, uh, you're boring me. Yeah. <laughs> you're boring me. <laughs> so guys, that's episode eight. That's the first season of Mandalorian right there. Um, been a, it's been an awesome series. Well, Ryan, real quick. So one thing I didn't like about this episode, also there at the end, uh, when Cara Dune and Chubb decide they're going to stay on that planet, it was kind of a weird video game cutscene kind of feel to me of like, <laughs> yeah. you have completed your mission. Like, we're going to stay here because they said there was no more stormtroopers. Yeah. Like, they, they got them all. And yeah, now it's been so. re- and now it's been restored to this promising land. I was like, come on, get out of here. Like, <laughs> you did not kill all the stormtroopers. More are probably coming. Like, yeah. I, that, that had me a little weird. I, I wasn't a big fan of that part. I mean... It is post battle of Endor, so I guess their resources are thin. Right. And the thing, the thing they want, it's clearly going to be gone. So and yeah. Baby Yoda. Yeah. So I guess from maybe like their standpoint, it's like, well, we tried onto the next planet. I mean, yeah. Don't you think you should at least go check the the Tie Fighter for a dead body? Well, yeah, that... Matt, that makes too much sense. But this is the. <laughs> but Peter, I would agree with you if this was Rise of Skywalker. But. This is... <laughs> but... But this is Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to have these kinds of plot holes right now. <laughs> things are supposed to make sense right now. Remember, this is the show that had natural dialogue at the start of it. It did. This is not but, stupid sequel nonsensical trilogy stuff. This is. But it, it, it's also movie and TV. And we have to remember, movie and TV logic does not equal real world logic. Boy, guys... It is so weird to hear Matt talk about the sequel trilogy in a negative light. Talk about a heel turn. It's we could sucks. have talked more about it, but a microphone can't be turned on. Here, you, you want my quick little, like, 10, Matt, 10 you, second uh, Ryan, you're ne- Ryan, I just want you to know, you're never going to live that down. Oh, no, I know. Oh, never. Uh, That's yeah. a meme forever. Every yep. podcast from now on. Hey, Ryan, is your mic on? <laughs> Speaking of which, hey, Ryan, we're 31 minutes into this. Is your mic on? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's on. It's working. It's okay. good. Yeah. Are there waveforms? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at it right now. We're good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Matt, you were you were gonna say something? Uh, oh, I yeah. said you you want a quick like ten second review of the Rise of Skywalker? Let's Absolutely. All right. So here we go. Everything moves really fast. Don't you don't need to understand anything. Last Jedi sucks. Here you go, Twitter. Here's everything. Here you go, Reddit. Here's all those stupid <laughs> theories. They were all right. Shut up. Stop being mad at me, okay? <laughs> That's it. That's my review. Hey, but Last Jedi is good now, right, Peter? Yeah, Last Jedi was better than Rise of Skywalker. Uh, at least Rise of Sky- at no. least Last Jedi. Ha- at least Jals- at least Last Jedi is a consequential film. Shut up, Peter. Rise You're is... wrong. You're thinking too hard about it. Just, just look. Here's a new thing. Here's a Rise new thing. Rise of Skywalker go had a, go just find a new zero thing. purpose to exist. It didn't do anything. It, it, it obviously had things to do, Peter. We had to go find a new thing. We had to go find Ray a new Skywalker, thing. Ray Skywalker? Really? Here. Shut shut up. Don't use logic. Here. Go, Why go is find Finn no longer special? <laughs> Let, let's, go, let's go on a scavenger hunt. Come on. Let's go find another <laughs> new thing. And here, here, let's do a fake death, all right? Here, let's let's have an emotional death scene. And, and all right, now let's undo it. 
We don't want to kill that character. Let's undo it. Uh, um, um, oh, gosh. Oh, no. What do we want to do now? Uh, lightsabers. Let's, let's have some lightsabers. Um, that's not working. No, I'm tired of those. Oh, let's do a lot of force lightning. Well, we've done force Jade, lightning. No, like, Jade, really, a princess light. How do we get rid of princess light? Just, just kill her. F- you. Get out of here. We'll just have her, like, lay down, and we'll do kind of like a Yoda thing. <laughs> and, but you know what, though? That's the one death that we're going to have count. So that makes it emotional. Because all oh. these other deaths, they're not going to count. Those are all just going to be emotional, but then they're not going to count. But they're going to be emotional, but they're not going to count. Um, uh, and then, you know what, let's go, find another, let's go find another thing. Let's go to another place and find another thing to take us to the other place with the other thing, okay? Let, let's do another one of those. Jake, is that, that you? Hey, is that dagger going to be important uh, killing the Emperor? No, you no. imbecile. No, no, it's just a thing to help us get to the place to find the thing. Hey, Sif Racer. Oh, well, and she's gone. And she's gone. Uh, Missed it. Should have uh, been faster. Yeah, all right, guys. Let's get back on track. Oh, let's talk and, about and, something and, happy. And, and last Jedi. La- yeah, Ray, Ray's a nobody. Ray, no, Ray's obviously got to be a Palpatine. Twitter didn't like that. Twitter, Twitter got really <laughs> mad at me. So we're we're gonna make her a Skywalker. We're gonna have Skywalker too predictable. Let's make her a Palpatine. But let's not reveal that she's a Palpatine. Let's just really, really, really hint to the audience like five, <laughs> six, maybe even seven times throughout the movie, and that's gonna uh. make it emotional. That's gonna make it emotional. Don't you feel emotion right now? No, you don't feel emotional? Okay, let's go on another scavenger hunt. Let's go find another thing <laughs> to go to the other place. And then we'll have another death, and it'll be emotional. And, and then and then we'll find another thing. And then we'll we'll use the Force. That's what we'll do. We'll Man, use la- the Force. That lasts a little bit longer than 10 seconds. Oh, I think that... Uh, if you're still listening to after that, that was a very concise preview of what the Peter and Matt Rise of That's Skywalker... literally the movie. That trashing is special will be like... <laughs> That is the movie. It is f- Last Jedi, fake death, use the force to heal people because, sure, we don't want to actually kill anyone yet, and go find a thing to go to the place to find the thing. You know what the best part about the f- Last Jedi stuff was? It wasn't even creative. It was just a line. It's like, that Hoda move was one in a million. Luke Skywalker flat out says, I was wrong. Yeah. You know what, guys? I think I don't even. I want to listen in on that part. I want to get in on the call and just listen to you guys talk about it. <laughs> just have Ryan giggling every, every now and then, or just uh, trying my best not to uh, not to make it le- onto the audio. <laughs> shoot, the guys, hey, hey, uh, guys, I gotta go. There's a thing, and you get the thing, so I can go to the place, so I can go uh, to the other place to get the other thing. Okay, so I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's, that movie. Let's talk about I, something happy I another, here. I, I need another drink. <laughs> Matt, you want to talk about something happy here? Let's talk about Mandalorian. Yay. It, look, look. So the series it's is over been, now, and I'm sad. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm sad too. And, well, until fall. Yeah. Until it's, it's so far away. I know. It really is. It's, it's so far away. It is. It's not even 2020 yet. Come on, di- come on, calendar. Well, I think the seventh season of the Clone Wars series is coming in February. I think I read that right. So, yeah, I've never actually watched that show. So there's something, there's some new Star Wars content on the way. But let's talk about some of our general thoughts on the series so far. Again, John Favreau did an amazing job with the series. You know, show running it. Pedro Pascal, even though it wasn't completely him all the time under the mask, awesome. All the other characters too that that have some parts in this play. Uh, 
had a bunch of catchphrases that we're now using in, in our communication. I have spoken, which, by the way, had again, rest in peace to I have spoken. So uh, yeah, but we but we had that. We had this is a way. Just and, and listen, the big thing is they said it was going to be a space western, and they made it, and they made it that way. They set out to make that, and it and it was that. It was that they did a great job in executing that in that vision for season one, and it, I mean the big thing was is like yeah we got Mando we got a new character but we had Baby Yoda too, the, I mean guys can you not think of anything else that has united this nation more in recent memory? So, sorry, uh, if you were listening and you heard something in my audio underneath Ryan talking there, I was making a drink, uh, <laughs> but but you know it's very very needed after that. But no, yeah, uh, Baby Yoda, he has truly united the nations. Not not since, oh gosh, I mean, what 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 other cultural phenomenon has been as universally beloved as Baby the Yoda? The Patriots losing in the Super Bowl? I guess. Maybe. And then, I, like, you do have Patriots fans. No. Are they really Americans, though? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... This has been a great series, and you, we talked, Matt. You mentioned like you're gonna miss the weekly anticipation and yeah. uh, check out a new episode. That's the great thing that they've done, and we talked about this before. That's the great thing that they've done is to do this weekly. They done with all their shows on Disney Plus, but to do it this way for a series like this, for a Star Wars series, in which you know, no matter how divisive the Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi have gotten. That people are still going to want to check out a Star Wars television show on Disney+. Plus. I'm, I'm sure Disney's happy because it means, hey, we're getting, we're getting more uh, people here to subscribe to our streaming service. But also, uh, and, like, and then gets this audience growing. It's dominating pop culture and all the references there. It, it's a water cooler show, kind of like Game of Thrones, where like people are talking about, like, oh, hey, Baby Yoda did this in the last episode. He force choked somebody. He's like, Oh man, that's so cool! I gotta check that out, and then compare it with Netflix, which Netflix is basically like, oh hey, hey here's a new season of Stranger Things. Drop it on, drop all like eight, nine episodes in one day, and you're good to go for that weekend, and basically forget about it, which. That's something that Netflix. This is something that Netflix may should take a look into, but maybe they're just too far gone. But the way that they've done it, week by week, has been amazing, and it, it it's it's the way to go. I think it's the way to go. Yeah. Um, it, it is the way. <laughs> it is the way. I have yeah. spoken. Yeah. You know, I, I do. My, my one thing, I do wish there was a little bit less time in between seasons. But that's fine. Production yeah. things, you know, that is what it is. Uh, maybe, you know, a couple more se- more episodes per season. But you know what, though? Every episode was strong. That was one of my things with the, the runtime. And we eventually got them to be a little bit longer here. But I didn't mind right. the short runtimes. Because I was never bored. There was no episode where I felt like wasn't, you know, really a part of it. I take that back. There was one. But I'm, I'm blanking on which one it was now. Uh, that I felt like was kind of the filler episode that I didn't really care too much for. But, I mean, yeah. It, it, was, it was great. It was awesome. It was fun. I'm going to miss it. And you know what? In eight months from now, I'm going to be very excited when it comes back. Me too. Yeah, the, the best thing Star Wars has going for it now is realizing that I, I think, unfortunately, the big screen stuff is probably always going to be some sort of Jedi Sith thing, which 
is fine because, I mean, that's the specialty of Star Wars. That's the draw. Right. But we've seen a bunch of interesting sub things to focus on. The bounty hunters, the pilots, the, the crime and all that. Having this in the TV spot, or format, I should say, is just better because we are aware that, yeah, this is Star Wars, but it's not, you know, big screen worthy, but it's still Star Wars fun. Like we, we talked about in the last pod, you know, if Rogue One had been like a miniseries or, you know, something amongst those lines, it probably would have been much better. Yeah. Because we could have focused more on it. Even Solo, if it did like a young Solo, young indie type of show, been it would have probably been better than just, hey, here's a one-off that we hope is going to have a trilogy. Yeah. I, I so I think for Star Wars right now, the TV is probably going to be their strongest suit. Because, yeah. well... After uh, Rise of Skywalker, I don't think anybody won. Yeah, we're getting yeah we're getting a Cassian Andor show, we're getting an Obi Wan show, which we mentioned this times and time and time again that uh, Deborah Chow, who did episodes three and seven, the, the one that was the penultimate episode last week, uh, some of my favorite, a couple of my favorite episodes. She's doing the whole Obi Wan series that starts filming next year. So that's going to be nice to be keeping track of because I'm assuming once we're done with Mando, we're probably going to be shifting gears in early 2021 and start getting that Obi-Wan series. Yeah, that that sounds like that's what would be next. Which I'm looking forward to that. With the way that she directed those two episodes, again, some of my favorites, and I've seen a lot of people say that they've enjoyed those episodes then I think we're getting something really good there with Obi-Wan series. And, you know, I think that that is the way, you know, that you're getting some TV shows here. You're do you're expanding more into stories on some characters that we wouldn't have gotten time to spend with in the movies. Like we would never have gotten to spend time with Mando in the movies. It would just been a side character, but I think some of us would have been interested. Like if he does something really interesting and, if he was in a movie, he's like, oh, hey, what's that dude? What is he, uh, what's he like? And then we see the story play out. I think it's going to give, you know, Disney, Lucasfilm, a lot of opportunity to go out and see if the audience like these type of things. And if they like the casting Andor show, which looking, uh, looking at his character or, or maybe the lacks thereof that was kind of developed in Rogue One, you're seeing, uh, with him being kind of like a black black ops kind of like spy or something like that, that's interesting. And then, of course, Obi-Wan. Who doesn't love Obi-Wan? Yeah, uh, my one concern with it is the three episodes, the three shows we know of are very single character based. And I love it for Mandalorian. I kind of love, I, I call it a video game style where we kind of follow, where we are playing as the Mandalorian. He is involved in almost every scene of the show. I hope that's not the case for every show. Yeah, I I, I agree. I it, it's a listen. It's an exciting time. We're getting lots of new content out there, and you know, despite how we all think of Rise of Skywalker, at least we had this to hold us hold us by a little bit for at least these few weeks that we had it. I mean, Ryan, did we lose Peter again? Yeah, we lost Peter again. Oh, still... Peter's... Wait, no, I'm still here. You're, you're still oh. here? Okay. I thought we lost oh. you. Yeah. The... Yeah, it, for some reason, decided to say I lost the call. So this podcast is cursed, if you can't tell, listener. 
So I think it's probably safe to say, let's just wrap this up. Because yeah, uh, we're, we're kind of repeating ourselves at this point. Yeah, this, yeah, I think this podcast is cursed. Yeah. So, guys, that'll do it for this episode. That'll do it for Mandalorian episode recaps until 2020, like John Favreau said. Until then, uh, again, this has been a great series to keep track of. Uh, Disney When Disney Plus, they were marking this as their big thing that they were going after with people that are subscribing. And they definitely hit the mark here. So it's it's been a fun ride. We got introduced to Baby Yoda. We love all this Baby Yoda content. So yeah, we're good to go here. And uh, until 2020, we will uh, I, that'll do it for I think all of our Star Wars content until we get the long version of the Matt Rise of Skywalker rant that we got with when the, with uh, Peter and Matt talking about it. Where did I put my drink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need another bottle for that episode. Uh, so be on the lookout for that one. That'll, uh, that'll be something. So that'll do it for this week's episode, guys. Uh, Peter, Matt, where can people find you on social media? At the actual Peter. Uh, you can send all of your hate mail towards at the actual Peter. (laughs) And, And you can also, uh, tweet me, only tweet me your positivity. Although, you know what? If you have any hate towards the Rise of Skywalker... Feel free to send it to at real Matt Mormon. And, uh, man, I just don't like it. That's another podcast. Yep, Can't wait another, for it. Yep. So there you go, guys. Uh, there you go, guys. If you want to send anything uh, about running Skywalker, you, you go find Matt and you talk to him about it. <sighs> I really don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I know. I think uh, side note here briefly, you, you didn't like it, which I, I kind of felt bad for you because I, I know you wanted to like it. I know one of our other friends, Shane, loves Star Wars, and I know he wanted to like it. And we kind of talked about that in the group chat, and, like, he, he didn't like it at all. I'm like, listen, I feel, I feel bad. Truly, I feel bad for the people that wanted to like this movie and wanted to thrill in conclusion. So. Yeah, he, y'all got what you deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Ryan cut. Uh, but you can find me at RyanViews573, guys, and tweet out any Star Wars stuff you want at with me. Uh, whether it's negative or positive, I don't care. If it's Baby Yoda stuff, uh, go ahead and send it our ways. We're fine with it. We'll, we'll take a, we'll take as much space as you guys can uh, send our way. So that'll do it this week, everybody, for the Mando recaps. It's been fun. It's been a nice ride. Shout out to Anchor for sponsoring this episode and all the episodes they do on entertainment and on the Views channel as well. And find us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and go follow us and keep up with all the episodes that we got coming up here. We got a bunch to close out the year and the decade. Of course, we got our comic book films of the decade show. We got our 2019 top 10 list that we got to do. Also discuss some of our favorite films of the decade. So we got a bunch coming down the pipeline. But that's again. Those are those are podcasts for another for other times. That being said, we will talk to you guys next time.